Hello, and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed, for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And the first question, as always, I want to ask is, Lindsay, Yes. how are you holding up? I'm sick, guys. <clears throat> super, super sick. So if I sound gross, I am gross. Despite Still... my best efforts. Yes. Well, the whole office is horribly ill. I feel like I have... Oh, I know I have post-nasal drip, so it feels like there's just slugs in the back of my throat going down, and I can't can't stop it. I can't swallow enough water to get rid of it. So mm, gross. No, it's the worst when you just got just got that nastiness in your throat, and you're like, I just want to like take like a bottle brush and just like yeah. clean it out. Oh my gosh, exactly. And it's like it's exhausting and it's draining. And I thought about canceling doing it this podcast today, and then I was like, no, I've got a responsibility to myself. And to our family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the family of us. We're responsible for you. No. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's it's good for me to follow through, even yeah. if I am sick. Exactly. I agree. And Chris, how are you holding up? I've had an interesting week. <laughs> I've been worried about you. I've been, I've been uh, at a pretty persistent low this entire week. Um, emotionally and energy-wise, it's just been... It's been kind of just a rough week, and last night was not any better. Uh, I had to cancel plans that I didn't want to cancel, and uh, ended up feeling really shitty about it. So as a result, I was just like, okay, well, I will be awake until 5 in the morning, uh, just kind of living my life. (laughs) So I woke up at at 11.30, and I was like, yeah, alright, time to get up. Got a responsibility. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad that we are able to do this today. I am also glad. You guys, I'm really excited about today's episode because this is something we've been talking about but kind of putting off for a while. Mm-hmm. We're going to do, we're going to try a float tank. Yes. And what is a float tank, you might ask? <laughs> or why are we doing it, first well, of all? Well, yes. So, so we've, uh, as we mentioned, I think quite a few episodes ago, we are very interested in trying out different methods that people have suggested for combating depression and anxiety. Things such as float tanks. Uh, I really want to do, I, want, I really want to try music therapy mm-hmm. and um, I guess it's color or art therapy. I think there's yes. animal cuddling therapies. Yep. There's also things that are a little more, I guess, traditional, quote unquote, like acupuncture, acupressure, mm-hmm. uh, massage therapy, mm-hmm. things like that. Where detox therapy. And it detoxes. Yeah. Which uh, I will be completely upfront with you guys. A lot of these, I believe, I know I am. I think you are as well. We're going into them with a skeptical mind. Yeah. I, I think a lot of stuff people have told me to try hasn't worked in the past, but I feel like giving completely new things a try Mm-hmm. is worth it and at least being able to have i've always wondered what is aromatherapy like what is you know mm-hmm. what are these things going to be like for me and will they help me and hey if i find something that helps me at all i think it's worth it yes yeah, so every single time we do one of these episodes it'll usually fall into a two-part mm-hmm. where the first part will be us discussing er, <laughs> disgusting discussing the first part will be us discussing the history or what to expect from the experience what we're nervous about what we're nervous about especially uh and then the second episode will be recorded probably 
immediately after yes. the experiences where we can discuss how they were, what we had happened to us, what we experienced, and uh, ultimately whether it was helpful for us mm. or if we need more time to process. And we were given a really um, clever recommendation and it was we're going to take an assessment before we do the float tank and then after. So like a physical, mental, emotional, how are we holding up kind of thing. Exactly. And yeah, discuss the differences. So starting off, we thought we would go kind of uh, easy. <laughs> yes. So I'm sure you guys have heard of like deprivation tanks where you go in and it's a little bit small. It looks like a tank out of some futuristic like a like a like a japanese like tube hotel yeah it's just like here is your tiny hole in the wall that you dive into and you are in pitch blackness silence and for an hour floating in the abyss some places are two hours yeah that just seems like a lot for me how was gifted actually a float tank um, experience by my aunt who knows that i am interested in it so we were like well heck let's do this so float tank is a lot more I think it's a good first step. It's a lot more like a spa. Yes. Um, or a very interesting soak in an Epsom salt bath. Yes. Yeah, so we're actually going to be going to the largest float facility in the world, apparently. That's what they boast. Yeah, it is based out here in Los Angeles. And uh, we are pretty excited about that because they also seem to have the most amenities set up. Yeah, it, it, they've, they've thought of everything. So... We watched a video. They have like an intro video on their website and we will actually talk to them and see if it's okay for us to mention what their name is and mm -hmm. all that. And maybe next episode, yeah. but for now we can't. So, um, we looked, we watched this intro video of exactly what it's going to be like, you know, arrive 15 minutes early and you will get a whole room to yourself. And actually this room is kind of awesome. It has a shower, a changing area, which is all private, which for those of us who have social anxiety or like, I don't want to get naked in front of a bunch of strangers at a spa, maybe. <laughs> this is great. You don't have to at all. No one will be coming into this room. It is all yours. Yes. Um, so you get to change privately, shower privately. Um, and then uh, the actual tank itself is more like a room. It looks almost like a... A big bathroom. Yeah, like it's a big, a, like just a bath, like <laughs> a big, like a big like jacuzzi tub almost, yes. where it's just like you can spread out arms and legs far distance apart. Mm -hmm. Like you can just go in there, you lay down, and uh, the water is of course really, really salty. Yeah, it's warm salt water. The science behind it, obviously, it makes you float. So you don't, if you're not good at floating, if you can't swim. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> this water will literally hold you up. Yeah. Um, it's 11 inches of warm water, probably about body temperature. They're supposed to be, yeah, at like a exactly. warm, like you're supposed to at least as you're lying in this water, lose sense of where your body begins and the water, like where your body ends and the water begins mm -hmm. so that you just expand. Yes. Um, which I find to be interesting at the least i don't know how so it makes me a little bit nerve okay we'll talk about nervousness maybe at the end i yes. don't know but anyway so yes yeah, so then and it's a soundproof room they call it a tank but it doesn't look like a tank no so you close the door and you get into the water and you 
there's buttons right next to you, like big old white ones, and you push one, I guess, for the music that will like fade off, and one for the light that will fade out. And if you have any sort of claustrophobia, you can just leave the door open and the lights on, which yes. I think is really nice. Yeah, which a lot of folks won't do anything like this because of those issues. Like, I know uh, at least a couple of people that I've talked to that have been like, you have to go into a dark room? Uh-uh, no way. Yeah, because it's scary. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, I, I didn't. Understand. So there's, but they, they, they let some, st- oh my gosh, words are hard. Um, before you even go in, they provide uh, petroleum jelly. So if you, I bite my nails and my cuticles and I have little cuts on my hands. So you can put them on your cuts so it doesn't sting because mm-hmm. it's salt water. And they leave really good silicone earplugs. Which I will be using because I hate the feeling of water anywhere near my ears. And I love the water in my ears. So I will probably not use that. <laughs> So once you've got once you've done that, you're supposed to lie down in this water floating for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and they recommended various techniques of which, like most people, when you are in a sort of like quote unquote relaxation, you are not actually relaxed. You are still lying there thinking of what are you going to do after this? What's for lunch? You know what what have you forgotten to do? Oh, did I forget to do this? And your mind races. So they give you various techniques in which you're supposed to turn your brain off. One of my concerns is I will fixate on the fact that I don't have a clock in front of me. I can't see what time it is. I don't know how much time I have to relax. When is it over? Is it almost over now? Is it going to be over? Are they going to come in? Am I not going to hear it? Am I, you know, and I feel like that because I have a weird time OCD sort of where I need to know how much time I have to sleep or how much time it's going to take me to get somewhere. And so if I have this just, you don't have time. You are just supposed to relax. And I don't know if I can do that. Time is a made up concept. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because it feels very safe for me to understand. And I can kind of feel out how much time things take. But they said, you know, breathe, obviously. But also the technique was to count back from 100. And I thought it was interesting in the video they say... And if you lose track of what number you're on, restart and just start counting back from 100 again. And I thought, you know what? The thing is, I would totally get anxious about the fact I'm like, oh, fuck, what number am I on? And then I'd get in my head. So I think it's so funny that they think of literally everything. I think this was one of those projects that like people who who made this. Tried it over and over to see what. They definitely also have anxiety. <laughs> like, oh, 100%. That, that is a guarantee that these people know exactly what they're talking about because they are going through it on a daily basis. Oh, one of the other things I forgot to mention is they tell you to dry your face. Oh, before yeah. Before you go in. So, like, your experience, you don't want to itch because then if you itch, you'll move your arm and then you'll scratch your face and then you have water on it. So they actually provide, and they also provide uh, a clean water spritzer and a face cloth in the tub with you. Like, there's a little bar next to you. Yeah. And so if you should get some water on your face or eyes, I mean, they've thought of everything. It's really incredibly well put together. So. Oh, yeah. So you go through that, and you're supposed to zone out mm-hmm. and relax. And then at the end. Then you uh, will hear music again. It'll kind of slowly come back. Uh, then it'll kind of, the lights will turn on. And eventually, uh, a chime will sound, which will, I'm assuming, go through the earplugs. Hopefully. <laughs> so you'll you'll be able to hear it even if you, you really puttied your ears good. 
Um, and it I, says the lights will phase on, not just turn on. Yeah, like, no, no. important. Yeah, no, It'll no. Be like a gentle sunrise in your tank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so after you get out, then shower, you shower again, and you have the option, of course, of just taking off and leaving. But they don't recommend that. Mm-hmm. They are very much of the mind that if you go in and you do this experience, here's what you do afterwards. You sit in their lounge. Yeah, they've provided a lounge. They have water, tea, comfy places to sit. You can write and they have journals. So you mm-hmm. can write in their journal or read other entries. And they also have a video recording room. So yes. you can record what your experience was like. Yeah, at which you can probably, you can also, you know, talk to the, the staff. You can mm-hmm. talk to other clientele about what they've experienced. And various, it, it's kind of, it's supposed to be a very safe, very open, welcoming place. Yes. Which we're all behind. These all sound like incredibly relaxing things. They sound like they're going to be a very nice kind of spa relaxation situation. Yes. Will it be therapeutic? (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. I'm putting down some notes so I can remember this. So we're doing the first timer experience because you can click on either first timer or returning. And I guess the first timer is cheaper, which is interesting because I feel almost like the first timer should be more expensive should you not come back and they get more profit. But I think they want to ease you in. Um... This is the thing. I have concerns because L.A. is bougie. Mm-hmm. And what I don't want to experience is going into this place and seeing a bunch of rich, beautiful, I'm into yoga and relaxation and Reiki and clearing the spirits with the crystals. And I get Botox and lip injections and my breasts are fake and yours aren't. And I'm going to look at you. <laughs> I just had a bulgur wheat enema and it was amazing. <laughs> yes. I eat only GMO, animal free, (laughs) hormone free, you know, you know, you know, and I'm maybe I'm being nasty and hateful and horrible. However, it is a concern that I will be in a bougie pickle and there will be problems (laughs) because I I don't want to feel judgment and I don't want to feel like I'm surrounded by people who aren't my people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm going there because I have mental health issues. (laughs) Yes. I am not physically fit. No. I am not put together. None of us, neither of us are physically fit. I am not like a Hollywood looking person. And I've noticed I've gone to places like spas or whatever and felt great and then there's been places where i did not feel great or welcome and that could be in my head sure but i also i pick up on a lot of people's um physical tells mm-hmm. or tones or eye movements or whatever and i just read people and whether i read them correctly or not i don't know but i read them and i know i know what they're thinking <laughs> <laughs> So I I think that this is going to be an interesting experience specifically for you at that point of moving past the external stimulus. Yes. This is why I'm excited for this is because I feel like I'm constantly inundated by people. Like, I love my job, but after a while, people have been talking for more than a couple minutes. My mind goes blank. My ears are, like, exhausted. I feel groggy and stressed and, like, irritable and, like, ugh, just shut up. Even if you're being funny, even if I could normally enjoy what you're saying, if it's just constant sound and constant lights and constant, like, it's just too much after a while. Yeah, it can be very draining, and I can wholeheartedly understand that. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just an example of, 
and I used work because I love my job and I love the people I'm around. So even in the best case scenarios, I get overstimulated. So going to a place, like where can you go in your life where you just, you don't have your phone, it's totally silent, you're just with yourself. And that's terrifying to some people, I know. Mm-hmm. But for some of us, it's it's kind of intriguing. For me, it is definitely going to be the biggest challenge is being by myself, listening to myself yes. in my brain and not letting the more sinister voices be the loudest bits of it. Because I'm going to lie in that tank and I'm going to definitely judge myself for what I'm thinking and feeling, if I'm thinking and feeling anything at all. Like, I should be relaxing right now and I'm not relaxing. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> like that. Yeah, a lot of that <laughs> is going to definitely take place. There's going to be a lot more of just like, as the skeptic in me just going, this is such bullshit. What am I doing here? I could be doing more productive things. There's things I need to be doing with my life, you know. And and you need to be able to to walk away from those thoughts and feelings. Or or worse, honestly, is the idea for me of like I'll I'll lie in that pool and I will actively achieve a mental state that I'm not able to achieve normally and that this will be a thing that will be helpful. And we've talked about this before, where, like, you don't want a good thing to happen to you because you know it will be taken away. <laughs> However, why would that be a bad thing if you can access it? Because that would mean that the only place I've been able to access it would be in this tank. I had I required this thing to help me that I don't have access to regularly. It would be a once in a while thing that I I don't know. It's it's in the in the back of my mind. It's like that's such a ridiculous thing no. to like to, well just to like be spiteful of that. Oh. Well, you know, <laughs> what I'm wondering is well, yeah, that that kind of mental space is really great and it feels good for us physically. Mm-hmm. What the f- uh, lasting effects will be? Will there be any lasting? Like, what if we actually feel calmer and more alert the next week? That could be amazing. And there's, so there's a, it's not just that one time. It actually bleeds over into the next few weeks or something. And you're like, wow, I feel like I've kind of reset my brain. I've had some quiet time, actual quiet time, and yeah. I feel pretty good. Yeah. I think that would be an incredible experience at that point. If yeah. it was actually, if we were able to do all of these experiments as we want to do mm-hmm. and all of the things that we do combined eventually lead us into a better mental state and we get to a place where we're like holy crap we're we're feeling great yeah that would be amazing i don't know if that would be the case yes and i don't want to present false hopes and i don't want to give myself those kind of well false hopes. i think what if we start practicing hopeful like being mindful and being hopeful because being hopeful is not bad and it gives you a little happiness. And while hopes yeah. can be dashed, there's still other good things that can come from it. Because oh, I know. don't you feel like part of me is excited by, and I'm rarely excited or about anything, <laughs> but I'm excited by the idea of going on this adventurous journey of just trying new things for myself, for my mental health. Because I so rarely do things just for myself and mm-hmm. just to experiment and leaving it open and I don't really have expectations and I am hopeful but I'm more excited for the adventure of it and just trying it. I honestly could not agree more. Yeah. It is the it, it so here's the thing. I love the new. 
Yes. The new and the unexpected give a lot of people anxiety and they give a lot of people stress because it is a fear of the unknown. Yes. And the fear of the unknown for me does not exist because the unknown is adventurous. So for me, the fear of the unknown is scary. However, having a partner to go through with it is nice. And I feel like this isn't as scary as other unknowns. Like going to a new grocery store, going to a new place is scary. But if you go with somebody yes. and you're sharing this experience, you're in the waiting room, you're not alone. You know, I'm still going to get sweaty hands and I'm still going to be anxious about time and I'm, you know, getting there. But it won't be as scary going with somebody. And also... It's just like a different headspace than going to a party where you don't know anybody. You're going to aromatherapy to yes. relax. Like, <laughs> if you think about it, it's so crazy. If you're sick, physically sick, you've got a cold or a flu, mm -hmm. you go to the doctor, you take medication, you eat very specifically, or let's say you've got a physical ailment, like you tear your ligament, you know, you go to, you get surgeries and you get physical therapy and then you have special workouts and special things, mm -hmm. supplements you take and paint. And it's like, we don't do nearly enough for our mental health that way. And if there's something wrong, which there's something wrong with me sometimes, mm -hmm. and talk therapy is great, but not enough. And EMDR helped me, but it's still something that I need to continue to seek what can help me. Yep. You know, and I think we don't do that enough just as a society. It's like, okay, mentally, you're just sick right now, but maybe there you can get better and there's just so much science behind all of the stuff and so many studies and people who have dedicated their whole lives to this mm -hmm. why not give certain things a chance that maybe would help you maybe you will be in the 25% of people who can be totally cured that would be amazing or at least make your life better make our lives better ultimately that's what we're going for here these are yeah. all of our all of these experiences that we are going to go through all of the various things that we are going to experiment with we are doing these in the pursuit of finding something, anything that makes our lives better. Just better. We're not looking. I don't know if you can cure this, but I think, and also to make it less scary for you guys, should you want to try a new adventure for yourself to get on a better... Yeah. There's nothing That's wrong nice. with, with just listening to us try it and then going, you know what? If they could do it, so could we. Yeah. Because... Honestly, guys, th this is one of the things that we don't really we don't really talk about a whole lot. But um, one of the reasons why we started the podcast specifically was because neither of us was finding this release. Yeah. We needed to find something, anything that was going to pull us out of our headspaces and and give us a purpose. purpose. <laughs> And use the fact that we have depression for good. Yes. Instead of wallowing in it, use it to help other people, like to reach out and, and to create a community and then be like, okay, well, if I didn't have this podcast I was making, what would I want to listen to or what would I want to know about? And so that's good for Yeah, it's amazing for us. us. And that's the thing. You guys are more than capable of doing exactly the same kind of thing for yourselves. I know that it seems hard. I know that it feels impossible. Yeah. But there is always something that can be done, even in the darkest times. I have a friend one time when I was, I I was overthinking something and I was stressed and I was sick over it. Like just, you know, that like nauseous, gripping feeling in your stomach. And I was just like, but what if this happens? And what if that happens? And what if this? And he was like, but what if good happens from it? What if this is the best thing? What if it's 
everything you've wanted? Like, what if it's great? And honestly, I had forgotten that you could even think in that way. <laughs> like, what if it is an amazing adventure? What if you don't get help the way you need to in terms of like mentally doesn't fix you, but you meet somebody at one of these lounges after the float tank and you touch their lives or you become friends? Or what if you go to this aromatherapy and you learn something new about yourself and unlock something that kind of helps you in your day to day? And just like little things like, hey, maybe I won't go to aromatherapy every day. But I will buy myself essential oil that smells nice. And when I'm stressed, I'll give it a little sniff. And yeah. it makes me happy because <laughs> it smells good. And it smells good. <laughs> you know, I think, so that's the big thing is I'm terrified of doing new stuff. I get so much anxiety, social anxiety. Um, guys, I got this freaking gift card for this float tank in August. Mm-hmm. It is January. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> we're doing this. I don't know if I would have done it alone. I mean, maybe I would have gotten a few weeks to like pump myself up to do it. But I'm just so grateful that we're doing it together and yep. we're doing it. And I'm going to record at least myself before I go in and just to be have something to listen back to about how nervous I was <laughs> because mm. I'm going to be nervous. I'm nervous thinking about it. My hands and feet are sweating. Like, how gross is that? That's my nervousness. <laughs> I love it. I think it's going to be amazing. <laughs> but I'm also excited. Yeah, exactly. So for now, for this week, we're going to wrap up. Um, we're going to, there's a video in the show notes. Yes. That's just kind of go going to go over like the float tank, like stuff. Um, and uh, we're in the process right now of getting a uh, online group together. Yes. Um, we put a poll on the Instagram about where you guys would most like to come together, discuss the episodes. If you guys want to post like little things that help you, or you want to post about you know how your day is and things that you know. It's just a discussion where we can yes. all kind of talk and share and be a support system online. So we will be setting that up probably in the next week or two. Um, Reddit uh, was the one that won, but uh, we might be able to do both Reddit and Facebook. We're still kind of playing with the idea at the moment, so stay tuned for that. Uh, follow us in the meantime on our Instagram at Hey Who Podcast, like our Facebook page. And if you want to send us something directly, you can always email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. And we're also excited to say that we had a winner for the art. For yes. our sweater or t-shirts, I guess, rather. And yeah. then possibly stickers to come. Yes. So we will actually be getting some merch going at some point in the near future. Uh, stay tuned for that. And, uh... As, As always, always don't, don't tell, tell us, us to just get, get over it. it.